This is Reset and can be found at mccabe.io. I'll be talking about anything that plugs in or takes batteries, mostly home automation, networking, home storage, and I'll be bringing some friends along. Reset was inspired by a bent paperclip that's sat on my desk for years. It reminds me that no matter how much we mess something up, there's usually a reset button. Let's get started. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hello everybody, welcome back to Reset. I'm your host, David McKay. It's episode number 37. It's December 2017. Getting ready for CES. Yep, getting ready. We'll talk about that here in a second. But I want to tell you, we are sponsored today by StableBit. I'm going to tell you about a coupon code that StableBit has provided for us for this December, this holiday period that you need to hear about. So stay tuned for that. Follow me on Twitter, McCabe. I oh, I don't chat a whole lot. I do chat, actually. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think my entire existence on Twitter is to give Richard Gunther a ration of you know what. I I don't know why it is, but I always pick on Richard. Just look at some of my tweets. Um, I I have a lot of fun on Twitter, so you should be um you should be out there on Twitter at least just to get myself's tweets maybe. Jim Collison's tweets, you know, stuff like that. Stay up to date. That's all you got to do. You can uh, just ignore all the rest of the garbage that's out there. YouTube is youtube.com slash David McCabe. And later I'm going to tell you not what I'm reading, but what I'm watching. So we're going to have a little segment on what I'm watching. We started out by saying CES, and it is that time of year where I am bombarded with email. I've got all my stuff. My ducks are in a row, as they say. I've got my flight. I've got my hotel room. Thank goodness. I'm not paying an arm and a leg. I'm not staying on strip. I'm staying off strip. And I have a car. I usually like to have a car to get back and forth to all these different things that I like to go to. Plus, you know, if I get an in-and-out urge and I want to go get a burger or I like to go to Sonic, isn't that crazy? I like to go to Sonic and do that. I have a favorite bookstore off of Sahara. And, you know, there's a Thai restaurant I like to go to. There's just so much stuff to do in Vegas, and I don't like to be pinned down, so I like to have a car. So I've got all that taken care of. I Is there anything else? I think I've got all my nightly things. I'm starting to do the meetings, right? And I don't do a lot these days. I used to fill my calendar up till it was bursting. And now I go out there and I just kind of let it flow. I do, you know, I meet with some companies, right? I like to talk with my regulars, like like the D-Links and the Netgears and all these automation guys. And I'm going to be adding a lot of camera guys to my list this year. But I like to be, I like to be free to walk, and just kind of browse and sneak up on companies and ask stupid questions, right? And then tell you about it later in the podcast. So I also have a goal when I get back is not to go on and on and on about CES, right? But I'm open to doing new things. And I want to hear back from you because I know you guys enjoy like the show floor kind of interviews. And I want to I want to ask you if you would like my flair on show floor 
interviewing. If you want that, I will do that. I have no problem whatsoever picking up a handheld recorder and and giving you some like podcasting kind of from show floor. Now, personally, I'm not a huge fan. I'm just not a huge fan. But I understand that it's cool. And once again, my arch nemesis, no, my good friend Richard Gunther, does this so well for the Home On podcast. And Josh and he do it very well for uh, the DMZ. I just want to see if you like it. Let me know. You can tweet me. You can PM me in the forums. You can email me, david at mccabe.io. The best way to bend my ear is to go out to patreon.com slash davidmccabe. Bend my ear out there. But just let me know. This will also be posted in my forums, resetforums.com. I just, I'm thinking about doing something new. And of course, I would put flair on it, right? I, I'm not one to just, hello, how are you doing? Well, what do you have to show me today? Okay. You know, <laughs> so I do things differently. Now, I did go, I did do a gig for a company once at CES and I, I got behind the camera and did all that stuff. It, it was, it killed me. It was nerve wracking. I did not realize how difficult that would be. You think that would be easy, especially for, you know, flamboyant me to get behind a camera, but there was this huge light on me. I got the microphone and I've had like three minutes to prep, take some notes, and I have to, you know, give 60 to 120 seconds. It is harder than you think. It really is. And this is after an entire day. We're talking, you're, you're at like 9 p.m. here. This is after an entire day of running around CES. My good friend Ant Pruitt knows that. I hope to meet him out there at CES. This is one of the things. I like to drop names here. Can't you tell? I like to meet all these guys at CES. This is a homecoming for me. I enjoy it. I met the DMZ guys. I met Rich Hay last year at CES. was his first. And we always have a good time sitting in those press conferences and babbling on about the latest TV or whatnot is being presented to us. I I don't know why I enjoy that so much. There are a lot of reporters that you listen to and podcasters that you listen to that will lament about going to CES. And here it is one month from today, and I'm excited beyond all get out. It is like Christmas Day for a geek like me. It is literally Christmas Day. I love it. I do. And it it drives me crazy. It does. It is nerve-wracking, it's tiring, but I love it. I do. So if there's anything you would like me to cover at CES, find out, look at. Oh God, do you remember the do you remember when Jim Collison and I just used to paint the town with Home Server Show? We we went crazy one year. Jim literally took the week off, sat in his chair, and I would call in. And we would Skype, we would Skype video, and they would send me all over the place. That was a fun year. That was the year I put the home server sticker at the corner where the Microsoft booth is supposed to be. I I never saw it again. I always wondered, did that sticker make it? It, The stickum could be still on the floor, but it gets covered up by 
you know, carpet from other from other vendors. It's right over by the Microsoft booth used to be across from the Intel booth. And there's all kinds of like companies that have been there now, like Hisense and I think Dish Network or somebody was over there yes last year. But I stuck that I stuck a home server sticker in memoriam to Microsoft not having a direct presence, a booth at CES. Which I always used to love their booth. You know, you could see all the gear. You could play Xbox. It, somewhere you could go and be comfortable, right? This is, hey, this is my home right here. A Microsoft booth. All right. Okay, so that's eight minutes in the podcast where I was just going to tell you, hey, I'm going to CES. So that's how I babble on. So I'm going to keep going. I've got a couple of new videos on YouTube. The latest one published today, Friday the 8th, that I'm uh, talking to you. USB-C adapters by Moshi. I got a box full of Moshi adapters in to show you. It's it's USB-C. So if you're in the dongle life with USB-C, you probably want to take a look at that. The other one that fits everybody is one I did about Mighty Mug. Now, if you haven't heard about Mighty Mug, it's a mug that uh, for your liquids, your hot and cold liquids, right? Travel mug, car mug, it's for coffee. That's what it's for, it's for coffee. It's got stickum on the bottom. And not just any kind of stickum. Just like this awesome superhero stickum suction force that if you reach for it and miss the reach and knock it over, it's no, it's not going to knock over. It's got super suction sticky force. It will not knock over. I mean, you literally have to take a driver or a baseball bat at this thing to get it to spill its contents. That's how much it will stick to your counters and and flat surfaces. Really kind of a cool product. I had a lot of fun doing this video. I didn't think I would. You know, I just started shooting. And the first thing I did in my opening statement is I, I said, hey, you know, I've usually, when I work, I've got my laptop here, I've got my phone here, and I got a cup of coffee. And I reached out for the coffee and I banged it with my hand and almost turned it over. And it was, I don't want to say downhill from there, but it was it was a fun it was a fun video. It was one of those one takers, and I had a blast with it. So thanks, uh, Mighty Mug, for sending me over some mugs. And back to CES. If you do see me around, I'm going to bring a bunch of reset stickers with me. So if you see me out and about, say, hey, Dave, cough up a reset sticker, and I'm on it. I'll have you covered. Tis the season, and I've got a Christmas list brewing, and it's a doozy. Let me tell you, it is a doozy. It's it's not just that tech list, like where I say, my gift list is a Surface Pro 4, and you know, and crap like that. And you're like, $2,000? Really? That's not a Christmas list. That's a wish list. I've got a good Christmas list for you. And I, I'm working on it. And I know I need to get it out to you. I know I need to get it out to you very soon, and I will do that. Stay tuned to Twitter. Stay tuned to ResetForums.com, and I will get that out there. Because I know I need to get that out there. So Black Friday, I asked you, what did you buy? Did you get stuff for yourself? Did you buy gifts? Both on on my behalf, I I did uh, buy a couple of things for myself. And I, you know, I was kind of scared to share it with El Spouso about the El Manio that I spent. Oh my gosh, I dropped I dropped a couple of dollars. So I bought two Ring Pros, 
doorbells. And I bought two ring, what is it, spotlight cams. The, the ones that go up in your, like your eaves and up top of your house and motion. They turn on the lights and they start recording, right? So I bought a couple of those. Those spotlight cams are going to be for the pool house that is under construction and on each side of it. So that will kind of give me some good coverage over there. And I do hope that ring releases that security uh, system. And I will put that out there in the pool house as well. And I got ring doorbells. So we knew when the door rings. Now, I do have cameras out there now, and I do like the cameras, but I kind of wanted to get like in the same camp, you know? You know, it's it's always nice and more convenient if you have one vendor. And right now, I have a bazillion vendors. If I go, let me open my camera uh, folder. I have Reolink, EasyViz, Wise, Yee-Cam, Blink, and the Synology DS Cam app. Those are my six camera apps for around my house, and that's crazy. So, and we're gonna about to, we're, I'm about to add Ring to that too. So, I kind of told the spouse about. I told her I said you have. I bought a gift that I will give you to give me right. So I haven't given it to her yet because I'm afraid. I'm thinking maybe I'll just wrap it, <laughs> and she'll never know until Christmas Day, and then she cannot beat me. Not in front of the children anyway. But, yeah, I'll, I'll tell her. I'll give them to her. And I hope, hopefully she doesn't ask me what they cost because I can't lie to her. But she was flipping through the credit card statement and saw the uh, the the bill for the spotlight camps. I said, yeah, that's uh, gear for the pool house, baby. That's, you know, stuff, construction. Just, I told you there would be expenses. So I kind of blew that one off. And I, I got away with that. But I don't know if I'm going to get away with this much longer. So... Send help, please. Speaking of kind of automating and whatnot, I need to add a segment called What's New in My Automated Home? There it is. Roll the music. What's new in my automated home? So let me think. I have, I told you about the Lightify lights at, in the last podcast. I did go ahead and buy a Lightify dimmer module. Now, this is one of those ugly as sin dimmer modules that fits over the light switch. And I call it ugly. You may call it beautiful. I do not like things that cover other things. That's I don't like that. But I wanted to try it just to see how it works, you know, because these lights are dimmable and it's supposed to remember its last spot and it really hasn't become a problem. Everybody's asking me what it is and I just say it's a dimmer switch and nobody touches it. And I've been just leaving the light on. I haven't put any automation or smarts on it whatsoever. But I want to do that with my cameras. I need to be able to sense someone coming up. And I need to throw that light on and turn it up quite a bit. You know, get some get some light shining on any bad people or someone needing to get into the house. You know, legit. They need to be able to see the keypad and whatnot. So my keypad does not light up until you push a button. So that frustrates people that actually have the code and they can't get in because they enter a wrong code and they get frustrated and whatnot. So I need to do some sensing on what's going on. Or I'm just going to Velcro a flashlight to the outside or something. I don't know. I bought some more water sensors for my SmartThings uh, hub. I I told you I have a love-hate relationship, but I kind of love buying sensors. That's the problem. 
whenever they go on sale, and they did go on sale for Black Friday, and it was a pretty good sale. So I bought two more water sensors, and I haven't really decided where those are going to go. I haven't even added them to the system, but I like my water sensors. I like adding them around the entire house one day, someday. I, I Actually, I hope it never comes, but if it does, I hope you know one of these water sensors saves our butts and saves us thousands of dollars because it caught something. Actually, I hope it never comes. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even want to go there. I bought another GE outdoor plug. I believe that is Z-Wave. And those are the little black modules. has a three-prong plug and a little, bra- you know, little waterproof brick that goes outside. And that's got all the Christmas lights going at here at Reset Headquarters. A lot of Christmas lights. It's kind of a uh, kind of Christmas vacation kind of-esque around the old household. But it's... It's calm, right? It's not all different colors and flavors of lights. It's just all kind of the same here and there and a little bit here and there. It's, it looks good. I, th- I had fun. I, I hate taking it down, but I had fun putting it up. Speaking of smart things, they have added in their latest revision of the app, they have added scenes. Now, scenes, you pretty much know scenes. You can tap a button or utter a word and it will do a myriad of things right dim these lights turn those lights off turn this light on set this set that whatever so what i did is i made a scene that turns christmas on and christmas off that's what they're called individually so let me look at my scene here it's called christmas i've got my three outdoor dimmer and not dimmers but my three outdoor plugs and an indoor plug that's that I've called tree so last year that's pretty much what our automation was was you know a-l-e-x-a turn the tree on boom she would turn the tree on so let me tell you how wonky smart things is so now we have wonky that is that is a term we have scenes where we can activate states of different things, lamps, modules, lights, switches, whatever. You cannot reverse that action with that same theme, scene, excuse me. You have to create a new scene that reverses all that. So I have one called Christmas and I have another one called Christmas off. (laughs) It does the exact opposite. Christmas turns everything on. Christmas off turns everything off. Now, you cannot then go to A-L-E-X-A and tell her to discover new devices and give her voice commands to, you know, A-L-E-X-A, turn Christmas on. She'll be like, I can't find any new devices. At this point, what you have to do is you have to go into automation and routines. You create a new routine, name it what you want, and guess what I named mine? Christmas. And then in that routine, you can say, activate this scene. So now you have a routine that activates a scene. Then, and only then, can you go to A-L-E-X-A and say, discover new devices. And she'll say, I discovered a new routine. And then you can say, hello, A-L-E-X-A, turn on Christmas. And she'll go, okay, click. And it's done. Christmas is on. 
and then you have to create another routine, add the scene Christmas off, save that, and then go. None of this, by the way, automates your lights if you're not around to tell A-L-E-X-A to turn such routines or scenes on, right? If you're not home, your lights are not going to come on just by simply doing this. You also have to go into automation, into smart apps, and use the smart lighting, I'm quote unquote in the air, smart lighting um, smart app, and do what I'm doing is a sunrise, sunset lighting. Uh, I guess it's a routine. I don't want to mix up my words, but it's a smart app that goes off of sunset and sunrise. And that way you never, you know, when it gets late at night and it's still light out, your lights aren't coming on, right? It, it knows. It does this whole internet thing, right? You tell it which ones you want it to control, what you want it to do, turn it on, select the trigger, sunset. You can offset this because sometimes that just is not enough. You want those lights to come on right before sunset, right? So you can offset that with minutes. You can tap and add minutes. And then you can tell it, you know, at sunrise. And you can offset that as well. You know, that if it's cloudy and hazy in the morning, you can offset that and say, hey, you know, add an hour after sunrise before you turn those lights off. So having said all that, yes, that is a convoluted way to get it done. It's a mess, but it works. It works rather well. I I don't mind it whatsoever. It can be, if you, like you haven't messed with your smart things in six months and you go in there and you're like, I need to add all this stuff, right? And you're just looking at the app going, how the heck do I do it now? I have no clue. You got to got to dig around and figure it out. You got things, you got rooms, you got scenes, you got routines, you got smart apps. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff, but it does work. So I try, I try to, I try to chill on smart things. I told you I have a love hate relationship with it, but I do like it. I do like dumping my money into their, into their scenes. I mean, into their, uh, sensors and whatnot. It, uh, it makes me feel good. Gives me something to do here every once in a while. Okay. I'm going to tell you a little bit about just a little Synology update, and I'm going to go into what I'm watching. It's a short show and we're going to get moving on. But first I want to tell you about StableBit, and I got a coupon code for you. So don't go anywhere. Don't forward. Don't stop. Listen to my little spiel about StableBit. In the past podcast, I've told you about StableBit Scanner. I've told you about StableBit DrivePool. Now, DrivePool is where you take a bunch of disks and you create one drive letter with it, right? doesn't matter what the sizes are, and it will take care of you. You can set up settings where it duplicates your files, and it, if one dies, you're not going to be SOL. You're good to go. That's DrivePool. Scanner is going to try to tell you, hey, Dave, you're about to lose this hard drive. It's got some sectors going bad and there's some issues. Check it out. Maybe swap it. StableBit Scanner. It's a surface scanner disk health monitor and uh, it's actually a file recovery system if you need it. That's Scanner and DrivePool. I don't think we've talked about Cloud Drive. We may have, but that's a secure virtual hard drive 
out there in Cloudland, and it's got a lot of providers. The, the main ones you're going to find are your pretty popular ones. Your the Box, Dropbox, OneDrive, Google Drive. You know, you can do S3, Azure Storage. You know, I don't know if anybody's paying for that much kind of stuff, but it's a real drive. It creates a virtual hard drive that it's virtually indistinguishable. I said virtually, didn't I? I shouldn't say that. It's almost indistinguishable from a real hard drive on your computer. And it uses all your providers, like let's say OneDrive. Tons of encryption, good caching, and you use you use your cloud storage space like you're meant to, as a hard drive connected to your computer. It's not just out there somewhere and you're not using it. You're paying for it. You might as well use it. And you can use StableBit Cloud Drive to do that. Now, you know, I'm a, I'm a started life as a server kind of podcast and server guy, and we always used StableBit on servers. And I keep reminding myself that we need to use this on our PCs. You need to have this stuff on your PCs. You should be able to map your OneDrive, your Dropbox, and your Box to your PC. You should have it scanning your hard drive and telling you if something's going wrong. And you should be able to add additional storage. Maybe you don't want to remove the SSD drive you have as a, you know, as an extra drive and you want to add another SSD drive to it. Create a pool. You create a pool. My point is, you can use it for your PC that you're using today. You do not have to be a server guy. You don't have to be buying a microserver or a Dell server and using this kind of stuff. It works great on your home computer. Now, about the goods. Here we've got a 30% off bundle for new customers. You're going to get all three of those products for $41.96. And that is a small price to pay. It's normally 60 bucks. And you're going to get it for 41 bucks, 42 bucks, rounding it. It's great. I totally recommend it. You need to go to stablebit.com slash reset podcast. There is a link in the show notes of this podcast, and there will be a link in the forums to tell you more about this. Stablebit.com slash reset podcast. Get your 30% off and enjoy some fantastic software. I use it and I wholeheartedly recommend it. Thank you, StableBit, for sponsoring Reset. I appreciate that. Okay, where were we? I was going to get into something, what I'm watching, but I want to tell you about a new product here on uh, Synology. They are stepping up the game on virtual machines. This is really kind of cool. It's a virtual machine manager, and you can add a lot of different, well, a lot, Windows and Linux, desktops, OSs, onto your Synology NAS. You get snapshots for virtual machines. That's pretty cool. You can clone, restore, you know, within seconds. No more, well, I goofed that up, boom, just restore a brand new snapshot. That's pretty cool. You know, I know this is probably for a little larger IT shops than the old Reset headquarters, but this is really kind of cool. And uh, just, I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I thought it was neat, and I real, I'm going to try it. 
I don't know when I'm going to try it. I've got a lot of things to do before I get to CES. But I will also talk to Synology out there too. I can't wait for that. But I thought I should tell you about Virtual Machine Manager. It's pretty neat. Okay, I apologize for the very short podcast, but I thought I would tell you about what I'm watching. I always enjoy hearing these guys talk about all this TV stuff they watch. And I'm like, oh my, how do you find the time to watch that many shows? I, I don't understand it. I barely have time to sit here and tell you about a podcast about StableBit and Synology. And you're watching all this TV. I do not know how you get it done. Let alone play games on Xbox. I, so I'm going to channel my inner DMZ, one of my favorite podcasts, and tell you about what I'm watching. Now, it's not many shows. I don't have a whole lot of TV. If you guys have followed me before, you know I have OTA antenna. And I record that with Media Center from Microsoft. Yes, it still works. <laughs> and I use a Roku 4 to heat my home and also watch uh, Netflix and Amazon, Amazon Prime Video. We do that. I'm doing this for you because I am kind of want to set you up about future chat about alternative TV and ways and means in which to get that to your home. But what I'm watching, here we go. Regular television. I watch Survivor. I am such a huge fan of Survivor. My kids love to watch America's Funniest Home Videos. We record that. We record The Wall, that little game show, The Wall. It's amazing how fast you can get through that with with a 30-second skip. I think we can watch one of those things in literally 10 minutes and see how badly they do on the wall. And of course, my wife, she watches Dancing with the Stars and The Voice and all those programs like that. And I'm sure American Idol, when it kicks back up, we'll be recording that. I'm telling you this also to kind of get your your gears a-turning when we start talking about replacing Media Center, because it's, it's going to happen someday, right? It's, it's going to need to happen. And we've done some cool things here at Reset in the past. At Meetup, we unboxed an NVIDIA Shield, and I need to get that video to you, and I was really impressed by that. I would rather not buy any hardware, but if I have to, you know, so be it. So Survivor, one of my favorite shows ever. I've seen them all. And I really like them. So let's get on to kind of pay television. Oak Island. Have you heard of this show? I think it's History Channel. It's The Curse of Oak Island with Rick and Marty Lagina. I, this show has me so enamored and so just enthralled with treasure hunting. I love it. I love this show. We, I was traveling with my family. We were in Portugal. And as we sometimes do to combat jet lag, we <laughs> took a little nap and then we got up and then we're just trying to you know, get acclimated and we, we started watching some TV and this episode of Oak Island was on and I swear to God, we sat in that, that room and watched Oak Island till we were blue in the face and it was time to actually go to bed. And I'll always remember that. And now I have it at home. We gather around the TV and we watch Oak Island. Now, this is one that I pay for. I pay Amazon for the HD season pass of it. 
and we're all caught up. It's one of the few shows that I stay caught up on. You know, the family, we like to eat dinner and then, hey, it's it's Oak Island night. Let's go see what Rick and Marty have found. I love that. You guys got me, PC Eddie actually, got me talked into Better Call Saul. Now, I was a huge Breaking Bad fan. And I didn't think Better Call Saul would live up to anything, anything of the high throne that I have put Breaking Bad upon, which is the greatest television show on earth. And Better Call Saul is a really good show. It makes me, I'm smiling, grinning ear to ear, just thinking about how good this show is. It, it's depressing. I, you, sometimes you feel bad for him. I laugh my butt off sometimes, and there's old characters, there's old bad guys, there's old good guys, there's good new characters. It's really a good, well-rounded show. I'm on season two. I'm in the middle of it. I'm almost done. I think I have three more episodes left with season two. No spoilers, please. <laughs> no spoilers. Um, I enjoy that, and I've heard season three is just the bomb, and I'm trying to get to that season. If I have to purchase it, I will. But I was kind of hoping that maybe another season would get released and I could watch season three for for free, you know, somewhere on Amazon. I'm about to start The Walking Dead. I'm up to date to last season, right? But this new season, I have seen nothing. I don't seek out podcasts or news or blogs or anything on Walking Dead. I am completely spoiler free. I have no idea what's going on. And I'm re- I'm almost ready to start. I don't know what is holding me back. One thing I do know, once I start, it's wow, it's hard to stop, right? And I I hate getting to the point where I have to wait 7 days for another episode to be out. So I generally like to watch and be free to, if I have an extra 30 minutes, by golly, if I choose to, I can watch the next episode. Or, I mean, start it, you know. I don't have that. I have a horrible personality in which I just want it now. <laughs> I want I want my binge and I want it now, right? I'm okay with it, but it's nice to it's nice to let a couple of episodes go. And I don't have any circles of, of friends that are binge walkers or, or dead walk, you know, dead watchers and stuff like that. So it's okay. I'm not going to find out. That's really it. I recorded the Vietnam War, the Ken Burns special on PBS. We've watched maybe the first two and I'm into one episode that I'm having uh, the OTA, the s- signal problems. And it's kind of digi- digitizing and, you know, making me mad. I've got a lot of those recorded, the Vietnam War, and it's I, I'm a huge history buff, and that just makes me want to sit and watch it until I'm completely finished. And I know I need to watch, what, Halt and Catch Fire. You guys have told me about that one. You guys have told me about Stranger Things. I need to watch that one. And I need to do Fear of the Walking Dead. I've watched the first season. Fear of the Walking Dead, and I need to watch whatever else is out there. I don't know how many seasons there are. But that's what I'm watching right there. I'm not reading anything right now. 
I'm actually I am. I'm reading The Road. I can't remember the uh, the author, but that's that's a pretty cool book, The Road. So that's that get that's you're up to date. You're up to date. Let's talk about CES. Let's talk about those floor interviews. Get out there on the forums. If you subscribe to this podcast, I expect you to subscribe to the forums. Get out there and let's chat. There's it's got it's getting to be pretty well rounded. We're talking cryptocurrency, we're talking drones, we're talking microservers, NAS, you name it. And we're even talking about these uh, television shows out there. That's how I learned of uh, Halt and Catch Fire. I'm like, hey, what do I need to be watching? And you guys don't disappoint. It's a great place to be. Buy and sell, tons of deals. Make sure you're out there in the forums. The old URL is homeservershow.com. The new URL is resetforums.com, and I'll get that moved over someday, (laughs) someday. I'm kind of letting things chill after my SEO disaster of moving homeautomationforums.com and surfacegeeks.com into homeservershow.com. That's a mess. I don't want to get back into that. Have a great weekend. It's cold. Stay warm. And come back here. Get ready for that gift guide. I'm going to have some big stuff in there, and I'm going to have some little stuff in there. I can't wait. Can't wait to share that with you. Thanks again. Consider going out there to patreon.com, being a patron, and you can join the Slack channel, and I'll send you a nice reset sticker. Otherwise, you don't have to, but it's nice if you do. Go out to iTunes or wherever you can rate this podcast. Give it some stars. Share it around. And that makes other people pick up on it and listen to it. And when I mean share, I mean, come on, go out there. Facebook it. That's where you get, that's where I get the bang for the buck is that Facebook thing. As much as I don't participate out there, but if you share it to your tech buddies, then that gets reset out there in front of a lot of other people. You know, I don't want to segue, but I thought about taking my wife's phone and subscribing her to reset right that's a, that's a download yes more people listen not really but i i thought about giving her this american life and maybe cereal maybe um uh who's who's my guy here uh let me get my podcasts up for you what what would you sub what would you subscribe your family to uh the way i heard it by mike Rowe. You know, put that on there, put Reset on there, put This American Life, maybe S-Town, and Serial. Put that out there for your family and have their phones download it. Maybe they'll listen to it. We can get some more people on this thing called podcasting. I appreciate it. We'll see you back here on Reset. Thanks. Take care. This has been Reset, a member of the Geeks Network. Check out thegeeksnetwork.com for more great podcasts and forums. Reset can be found at mccabe.io, youtube.com slash David McCabe for the videos, and on Twitter at mccabe.io. Intro and outro music by Daryl Lee. Find Daryl Lee at soundcloud.com, Daryl Lee Music. That's D-E-R-L-E-E Music. Support of this podcast can be done at patreon.com slash David McCabe. And if you wouldn't mind, throw a couple stars out there on iTunes if you get a chance to. Thank you for supporting and I'll see you next week on Reset. Reset.